What's up, Papalani? Chef Boyo G here, hosting my second Paul Revere podcast. Um, I want to apologize. It's been a minute since my first podcast to this one, but some things was going on that you know I couldn't give the podcast you know my undivided attention, and that's what I want to do every time that I you know get on and divide the word of truth. I want to give the Lord and I want to give you guys my undivided attention. But with that being said, I'm not gonna hold y'all up for too much longer. Let's get into this. Let's get into now, this. if you go back and listen to my first podcast, you'll notice a trend. You know, a trend. And the trend is goodness and wanting the best of you. Don't want you to go to hell. The trend is Jesus Christ. All of those verses from my first podcast, if you haven't listened to it, please go and listen to it. Because we're beginning to divide the word of truth. Okay? And I'm going to pick up where I left off, dividing the word of truth. But we haven't got to you know anything to divide yet and we will do that this time but i still want to pick up on where i left off is the lord and savior jesus christ and i'm gonna start with matthews chapter 18 verse 10 check this out jesus christ he says take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones for i say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven wow you see that there you see that there so that 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 goes to dispute and any any scientist or any person who believe we came from monkeys and things like that, you know, ignorant things like that. And Jesus Christ is telling you that our angels always see the face of the father of his father who is in heaven. We come from somewhere. We're not just here. We're not just a blob of organs and organisms and evolved from monkeys and plants and trees. That's ignorant speaking. And you can either believe that or you can believe Matthew's chapter 18, verse 10, in the words of Jesus Christ himself. And he says, take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. One of these little ones. Who is he saying? The children of the earth. The children. Look, look what's going on. And I want you to apply everything that Jesus is saying and everything that we're going to go and you're going to see. You're going to hear sheer, like, flat-out contradictions from the God in the Old Testament. He's in there also. And this is why Jesus says it's very important. This is why it's very important for you to divide the word of truth. What side are you on? You know, what side are you on? You can't be on both sides. You, you can't sit from the same cup as the dawn with the enemy. You can't sit at the same table with Jesus and the enemy. You're choosing one. And little do we know because we live in sin and we forget this world and the way we raised and the way we taught and our, everything, the system. This is the devil's world. It is set out against you. Not against you financially, more to say your spirit, your soul. Where do you go for eternity? Who do you obey? You remember Jesus said that, do you not know that whom you obey? You are now that one slave to whom you obey, whether in sin leading to death or righteousness leading to forever life. It does not matter. That is worship. When we do these things, Easter's coming up. You celebrate this spring solstice and Esther and Baal and Tammuz. When you, when you, when you, Lie on Jesus Christ and say he was cannibalistic. He would give you his flesh to eat and his blood to drink. You celebrate that in our Lord's name. You can surely go to hell for that. And it's not him sending you. It's you sending you. Choices you make. Not having discernment. Not being able to read the Bible and understand. For you to read something and think that Jesus is a hypocrite. That God is a hypocrite. He will tell you one thing and then turn around and strike you down for the same thing he told you. That is, that is just, that's asinine. That is ridiculous. That is foolish. Fools cannot walk with Jesus. You see, remember in the first podcast, we talked about, we was in Matthews, and Jesus said, it's true blasphemy, true blasphemy. 
do something you can't come back from and saying that my father has an unclean spirit. And in Matthew chapter 18, verse 10, Jesus says, Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I say to you that in heaven their angels always see, always see the face of my father who is in heaven. Hmm. And we go to John chapter 10, verse 10. Jesus says, The thief, Satan, the thief, does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I, Jesus, I have come that they may have life and that they may have life more abundantly. Amen. Don't that make you feel just some kind of way that your God loved you so much and he came for you and came and died for you because you did not know that your angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven and you do not know that this world is the devil's world and everything set up in this world is set up for you to fail for him to come and to die willingly for you for you to make so you have life and that you have life more abundantly. In John chapter 10 verse 10 Jesus says that the devil is a liar. The devil brings death. The devil wants to destroy you. But I come so that you may have life, man, and that you may have it more abundantly. Now we're going to get into dividing the word of truth. And one thing you need to know and, and, and people we need to learn and understand when we're reading the Bible is what these words mean. And a lot of people think Yahweh is a name. Yahweh is not a name. Yahweh is a title. Yahweh in ancient um, text just means I am. Yahweh, I am. That's what that means. Elohim. Elohim just means God, okay? Yahweh, Elohim, I am your God. That's what that means, okay? And a lot of time in the Bible, you will see is Yahweh says this and Yahweh says that. But you got to understand, Jesus said, ain't no man heard the voice of my father or seen the voice of the father. Jesus said that our angels, our spirits, always see the face of the father who is in heaven. Jesus said the only way to the father is through him. To hear him, Jesus, is to see the father. I mean, to hear the father and to see Jesus is to see the father. So how can you tell me to show us the Father? <laughs> Remember Philip? I have not been with you all this time, Philip. And you still not know me. Jesus is straightforward. Up is up, down is down. He doesn't sugarcoat. He doesn't work in mysterious ways. He doesn't put you through unnecessary tests and trials and tribulations. You need to understand. When he gave this world to us, he gave this world to us, Adam and Eve. He gave it to man. The devil came. He was a liar from the very beginning. And he stole it. Remember, if we go back to the first podcast, we talked about how the devil stole it, how he tricked them, right? Once they obeyed him, Jesus had to come and say, do you not know that whom you obey? You are not that one slave to whom you obey. That's where it happened from the very beginning. And we go to Isaiah chapter 13, verses 17 through 18. Listen to this. Behold, I, Yahweh, I will stir up the Medes against them who will not regard silver and as for gold. They will not delight in it who will not regard silver and ask for gold. They will not delight in it. Also, their bows will dash the young men to pieces, and they will have no pity on the fruit of the womb, y'all. They will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eye will spare no children. Now, we just read Matthew's what Jesus Christ said. We begin to see how it gets juicy, don't it? It gets juicy, don't it? Because wait a minute, Jesus just said, take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. But then you have in Isaiah chapter 13, verses 17 through 18, you have God saying, I, I will stir up the Medes. You know what stir up the Medes mean? The Medes is a group of people like, you know, like a, um, a group of people. Like you got the black people over here. You got the Asian people over there. You know, you got this tribe and that tribe, you know. Medes is a group of people. But this guy said, behold, I will stir up the Medes against them. 
I mean, he's going to cause trouble. He's going to create a ruckus. How are we going to do that? And how does he do these things? We will get into those. But he's going to stir up one group against the next group. Does that sound godly or holy or, or loving or caring? Does that, does that sound like that they, this guy has came, that you have life and have life more abundantly? If he's going to stir up one group against the other group, and what for what reason? Because they will not regard silver and that's for gold. They will not idolize and cherish and worship worldly things. Okay, divide the word of truth. They will not delight in it. For that, their bows will dash the young men into pieces. And they will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. On the fruit of the womb. When you're talking about abortions and things like that. When you talk about miscarriages and things like that. Lack of knowledge, we bring these things into our lives. We worship the devil all the time without even knowing it. And where these things come from, where death come from. John chapter 10 verse 10, the thief. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. In Isaiah chapter 13 verses 17 to 18. I will stir up the Medes against them who will not regard silver as for gold. They will not delight in it. Also, their bows will dash the young men into pieces, and they will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eye will not spare children. That is pure evil. We go to Hosea chapter 13, verse 16. Samariah is held guilty, for she has rebelled against her God, Yahweh. They shall fall by the sword. Their infants shall be dashed into pieces, and their women with child ripped open. Oh, what did Jesus Christ say? See, this is why people will be God-fearing. You will fear this type of God because this type of God rules with this kind of ideology, with the steel hammer and lightning bolts and evilness. Threat your infants, infants shall be ready. So we go from Isaiah chapter 13, verses 17 to 18, when he said they will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eye will not spare children. In the, in the Hosea chapter 13, verse 16, their infants, infants shall be dashed into pieces and their women with child ripped open. How horrible. That's right out of a horror movie. So why would you worship this type of God when you have this type of God as in Jesus Christ, my Lord and personal Savior, who I give all the glory, trying to put us onto this through the Bible. But see, when you read the Bible, you got to understand, Jesus don't want you to read this Bible like it's all just one thing. He, he, he warns you that he is not in no book per se. He's not in no building. That's not real church. No, we have a church right now. Two or more people actually getting into it, dividing the word of truth, actually want to know what's going on. Why would Jesus tell me to divide the word of truth in the Bible? Isn't it all him or his dad? No, it's not. That's why he wants you to divide the word of truth. It's simple. I'm going to read it again. Hosea chapter 13, verse 16. Samariah is held guilty, for she has rebelled against her God. They shall fall by the sword. Their infants shall be dashed into pieces, and their women with child ripped open. Mm, mm, mm. We go to 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 2 to 3. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek for what he did to Israel, how he ambushed him on the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and attack Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have, and do not spare them. Kill both man and woman, infant and nursing child. Ox and sheep, camel and donkey. So that's First Samuel chapter fifteen. But in the same book, you have John chapter ten verses ten. I'll read it again. Jesus Christ, our Lord, personal Savior, says, "The thief, Satan, Yahweh." Okay, 
does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I, Jesus, have come that they may have life and they may have life more abundantly. Amen. Aren't you glad you got to worship a God like that? Aren't you glad you worship a God like that? Uh, uh, uh. Amen. Hosea chapter 9, verse 15 to 16. All their wickedness is in Gagal. For I hated them because of the evil of their deeds. I will drive them from my house. I will love them no more. All their princes are rebellious. Ephraim is stricken. Their root is dried up. They shall bear no fruit. Yes, were they to bear children, I will kill the darlings in their womb. Oh, right out of a horror movie. And when I first started reading this verse, I remember when I first read this verse. It was a while ago. And you can be confused because the devil doesn't speak like they got him in the movies and stuff. He speaks in the holy way as if he's God, as a God. He's the God of this world. But he speaks and he pointing himself the most high. And he speaks of such. He has rules and such. And when he said, all their wickedness in Gagal, for, I, for there I hated them. Right? When I, when I read I hated them, I was like, this guy hates? But he tells us not to hate. Jesus said he loves all of us. Jesus said he died for us, but he hated, he hated them? A group of people? Not demons. Not the devil. It's people who's misled. Right? People in sin. He hated them? That gave me a red flag right there, you know? Have discernment. Jesus wants you to have discernment. Be diligent. Be diligent. You know? No evil. Because in the line after I hated them, he says, because of the evil of their deeds. So that can trick you. Because in this world, what we taught was evil and good, you know? It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of watered down. It's kind of fake. If you see a horror movie or something like that, that's evil. You're the bad guy. In the movies, is evil. That's why it's always one-sided. But see, on the other side of it, if you're evil, then good is evil to you. Okay? Jesus said that the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I, Jesus, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. And in Hosea chapter 9, verses 15 to 16, it says, All their wickedness is in Gidgal, for there I hated them. Because of the evil of their deeds, I will drive them from my house. I will love them no more. All of the princes are rebellious. Ephraim is stricken. Their root is dried up. They shall bear no fruit. Yes. And that's when I got, bearing no fruit, when it said Ephraim is stricken, their root is dried up. I knew where it was going because I just read, you know, the chapters before, the verses in the chapters before, it's about ripping the children from the belly and stuff like that. But I still in reading it. And reading it, my mind went to actual land. Their root is dried up. They shall bear no fruit. Ephraim is stricken. Okay? And the very next line, it says, yes, yes. Were they to bear children, see, I'm not talking about soil and food and plants. Not that kind of fruit. Not trees and anything. No, 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 no. I'm not bringing droughts with this one. I'm going straight after the little ones. This guy, Yahweh, from the Old Testament despises little ones. And I want you to apply these thoughts and ideologies and policies that the Old Testament God has. This is why people are God-fearing, but I'm not God-fearing. He's not my God, Jesus Christ, my Lord and personal Savior, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the only one true living God is my God. And everything I do, I try to do 
with Jesus in mind. Take these verses and you translate that to what you see in today. You have politicians, you have our system, Planned Parenthood. Come and kill your babies, it's on us. Matter of fact, it's on you, <laughs> the worker, okay? You see what side that's on. So are you pro-life or pro-choice? <laughs> we talked about that. Jesus is definitely pro-life, ain't he? Ain't he? He said, yes, were they to bear children, I would kill the darlings in their room. That's pure hate. That is pure hate. We go to Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 53 to 55. And I talk about a lot of things, and I, I got into, you know, some debates with people about McDonald's and his fast food restaurants and what these people, these politicians and rich folks, and you, you get into all these things, that's, you trace these things, and it comes back to a lot of evil things that they do with these children, okay? That's in child trafficking and taking these children and raping these children and molesting them and killing them and drinking their blood, okay? They put human blood in your medicines. That's why I don't try, I try not to take no pills. Pain pills, pill doctors give you. Say, so you will do it. You ever, you ever coming home from work or something, you got your kids in the house and you ain't got enough money for everybody, but you go ahead and you go, you go to McDonald's or something, the Burger King, get you a nice meal, park in the driveway and eat it. You know, kind of feel bad, but you ain't got enough money for all of them. So you hide from your kids and you eat it. You hear the rabbi speaking about, bragging about how they take kids and they steal kids. And the ones that's dead, they, they donate to meat to these fast food companies and they grind it up and they put it in their burgers and they feed your children to you. Imagine that. Imagine that. They got Amber Alerts out. The same type of people. That's putting those alerts out is actually stealing your children. Got you looking for your children. You go into these restaurants and don't know what's in the food you're eating, and people be eating their own children. Don't that sound like something from a horror movie? Don't that sound like something fictional just made up? Right? Especially if you worship a God that you, you don't go through the Bible and you don't have discernment and you overlook these things. But when you project these things into right now and what's going on, if you kept any discernment, they just giving away checks and printing money. So you to turn the other way. My granny said, never let, never let your left hand know what your right hand doing. And that's sure what they're doing. Jesus says, take heed, do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven. Deuteronomy chapter 28, 53 to 55 reads this. You shall eat the fruit of your own body, the flesh of your sons and your daughters, whom the Lord, your God, has given you. You see how he's always boastful? When you read the characteristic tricks. Go back to the first podcast and listen to those verses and, 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 and going forward from here listen to the different tones and the different characteristics traits the different ideology of these guys and these people in, in these books and you don't just take everything you hear and worship anything okay you shall eat the fruit of your own body the flesh of your sons and your daughters whom the Lord your God has given you in the siege and the desperate straits in which your enemy shall distress you the sensitive and very refined man among you will be hostile towards his brother, towards the wife of his bosom, and towards the rest of his children whom he leaves behind, so that he will not give them any of the flesh of his children who he will eat, because he has nothing left in the siege and desperate straits in which your enemy distress you at all your gates. <laughs> bro, that's pure evil, bro. That is pure evil. I don't like reading that. So if you want to hear that, you go back. You listen again. I encourage you to listen to these podcasts 
over and over again. But I'm going to leave it right there. I think that's long enough. Some with the process. We finally got to actually dividing the word of truth. Okay? See how that go there? Right? You get a rhythm. You get to know who Jesus is a little bit. And we got so far to go. This don't stop. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Shout out to Bobby Collier on YouTube. Uh-huh. Man, I just want to say I love you. Thank you. May God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. We out. Oh, I forgot to mention, I want y'all to go and check out my cousin's podcast, Mike and the Misses. It's on Spotify. It's real, it's real dope. And I want to end with the serenity prayer. You know, it's one that me and my daughter say every single day, at least twice a day. And I want to say, Father, grant me the serenity to let go of things that we cannot control, the courage to control things that we can't control, and the wisdom to know the difference. In Jesus' name.